Gordano. Gordano. And uh, welcome to the exclusive Sorry Not In Service podcast. Coming to you exclusively from your ears. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, and uh, this is uh, going to be quite the event. Pre-recorded show. Yep. Um, from the past. Well, all, Not that all, makes all, any difference you know, all to you podcast types. All, all podcasts are from the past, really, aren't they? But most of them. Apart from New Scientist podcast. No, that's right. But his, the BBC History Extra podcast is doubly in the past. That is doubly in the past, yeah. it is. That is past squared. <laughs> so, uh, this is merely past singular. Yes. Um, go on, then. Have you squared your past, <laughs> listeners? Or are there still some ghosts in the closet? Hmm? 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 Well, placate those horrors with the podcast. <laughs> That'll do us an intro in there. That'll be fine. Lovely. The headlines tonight. Public inquiry into whether swearing improved Tom's life. The lyrics of the pop stars dismantled and thrown in their faces. Local parishes in events Arama Fest. America in life provision fiasco. Tory chairman admits that Sorry Not In Service is his favourite show. Sorry Not In Service is dreadful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sorry Not In Service with Simon, i.e. me, and William, i.e. him. <laughs> That's right. Uh, a bit of uh, two Ronnie's style humour there. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was a little That's bit. a terrible start. <laughs> uh, that was, Are uh, you fat and pervy or short and tedious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of like a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> short, pervy, fat and tedious. <laughs> Oh, pervy, fat, and tedious. What a what a what a what a fine man alive, like Jack Nicholson on antidepressants. <laughs> the, anyway. thing is, we, the thing is, listen. We could quite easily just stop now and start again because this is a pre-record. This is a pre-record, yeah. but it, it it's it's a sign of the disdain that we hold you people in that uh, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no, precisely. Yeah. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, that and we're just going to let that float <laughs> out there. Like all the filth of the Mediterranean Sea choking the poor great white sharks. <laughs> again, we could stop and start again. Oh, we'd, man alive, we could. We could. We, we, we could. It. Yeah, wouldn't you enjoy it if we did, listeners? If it could tame, it could tame. Yeah, and quite so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you can't, and uh, we won't. So um, this is Sorry Not In Service, 10 Radio. It's the uh, 1st of March, where you are. Is it the 1st of March where they are? Yes, yes. Simon, What's let's that? look beyond those first two letters and investigate whether or not the three letters you've presumed is in fact one letter. It's the 1st of May where you are. It's the 1st of May! It's so, May Day! So congratulations one and all, you've done jolly well indeed. Let's uh, see if your luck continues as I press play on this one. Good Garin indeed there. Good Garin, what a day we're having. <laughs> Hooray! 
one and all. That was a song all about being not on Earth. Yes. But how on Earth have you been? What on Earth have you been getting up to? What on Earth have I been getting up For to? For Gagarin's sake. For Gagarin's sake. Um, uh, yes, I've I've been I've been roaming the countryside. It's had a lovely trip to Ilfracombe the other day, and I laboured a joke. Right. Because we went to Ilfracombe, and I didn't know that about two miles east of Ilfracombe, there is the quaint town of Hell. Oh, okay. No, I've heard of a small place called Hell in um, in Devon, yes. Yes, yes, Hell in Devon. Yes. Who would have thought this? <laughs> the two of them, traditionally enemies, now bonded together. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I spent uh, an entire day out. So about, I mean, bless her, she dealt with it very well, but probably about 120 miles worth of driving in total with me just going, I'll see you in Hell, because I'm driving you there. <laughs> Did and the time just fly by? It did just fly by. And uh, also trying to rem- remember all the names of the circles of hell. <laughs> I referred to the clifftop overlooking hell as limbo. <laughs> I was uh, just labouring a joke endlessly. I've been to hell and back. <laughs> Still funny. Yes. And that was Pop there by XTC. Oh, XTC? You yes, play a sir. lot of those, don't you? I've played two of those, sir. Two of those? Yes, yes, Felt yes. Felt like a lot. <laughs> Simon, Simon, when you're not busy playing XTC endlessly all day long, you have weeks. Yes. Yes. Yes, no, I understand what that. What have you been up to in the past ones? Ah, right. Okay, very good, William. Very good link there. So uh, going, was moving in, Yes, moving in seamlessly into an anecdote. Uh, listeners, this I work... the anecdote section yes, of the show. <laughs> Anecdote. Um, listen, I uh, work on a farm, and um, and a farm is an area, and children are fascinated by the farm. And sometimes we have school visits, and uh, we had a school visit this week uh, from a uh, an infant group from Ilchester, and so uh, age ranges between four and six, so okay. pretty pretty thick. And, um, They're pretty stupid at that point. Yeah, uh, I'm not really human yet. I was, uh, I was walking them across one of the fields, and uh, the teacher was in front, and uh, and I was sort of bringing up the rear. And uh, she, um, she, we got to a gate, one of those sort of swinging gates, uh, and it's called a oh, kissing the, gate. Oh, the oh, the yeah. a kissing gate. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So the teacher said, "Stop them all," and said, "Right, everybody, make sure you all come through the kissing gate, nice and slowly, one by one." And I stood back and watched each child go through it very slowly. And then kiss the gate. <laughs> Each taking it in turns to they kiss, to give the case gate a little kiss. They gave the gate a kiss. Yeah, horrible sort of wooden, mouldy thing that sort of got moss all over it. Now, as the responsible adult bringing <laughs> up the rear, the kids. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just the children. As the responsible adult uh, witnessing this, I probably should have stepped in and gone, "Yeah, guys, you probably shouldn't be doing that." But I was having too much fun watching them all take it all so seriously. <laughs> Did they, so hang on did they just do this gleefully because children are stupid and do whatever yeah, you tell them to absolutely so they, none of them went isn't this repellent no 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 they just went oh this is a matter of duty teachers told us to do it <laughs> so wow through they went the kissing gates wow what horrors do the uh, teachers of Ilchester unleash on their charges I don't know I don't know they, make um, them so docile <laughs> 
so that was kind of my anecdote. It's been a slow week. <laughs> that's the, well, that's been a slow week. Yeah. Yeah, but Simon, now you are under obligation to come up with more verbs and nouns you can join together when leading children about the place. Oh, so you sort of like give them sort of um, instructions and yeah, see what they do with them. Just line up next to the punching wall. <laughs> Very good. Yes, that's not a bad idea at all, is it? Queue up next to the edible gravel. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, a pop song there. Um, yes. And um, just trying to sneak away out of the studio. Yeah. He wasn't going to be able to get away. Ladies and gentlemen, we've, we've been joined in the past yeah. by um, Mr. Barry Summers. So, uh, Barry, if you will. Uh, me, Barry. Yay! Yay! No, uh, that really is me, Barry. Yay! Yay! Right, and we're going to have to cut that out so we can have that on a button as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Barry, um, uh, you're loitering around in a, uh, a radio studio. Um, how, how are you? You've been off air. The Barry and Dr. Collins show has been off air, hasn't it? Yes. Taken off air, taken off air at last. About time, some yeah. people would say. Well, I've been campaigning long and hard over it. So, um, But um, if, if you've got plans for the summer. Presumably you'll be uh, taking Alice out. I will, yeah. In a sort of Al Pacino <laughs> sense. And you'll also be taking the 10 radio van out as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Got some bookings already. You'll be surprised to hear. Excellent. And will there be? I, m I would imagine there'll probably be some sort of um, Ten Parishes Festival this year. I, I, I would I imagine. imagine. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if we can get the same quality of acts as we did last year. No. 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 I mean, I'll, I'll probably be there, but um, no, we probably won't be getting anyone. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heavily implied there. So, um, <laughs> listen. Is there a, is there a way, Barry, that people can find out where you and Alice will be? Yes, they could visit the Ten Radio homepage. www.tenradio. Or the alternative, listeners, is um, you know Manor Garage up on the hill. Yeah. Um, Barry is taking queries and inquiries every night from about uh, eleven thirty p.m. So just go up there, knock on as many doors as you can find. Barry will eventually answer, and um, he'll be able to tell you where Alice will be. Or you could just park up there and just follow me in the lorry. <laughs> well, that's true enough. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and you haven't seen us do it yet. So um, a wonderful visit from Barry here in the past. And um, I wonder what he will be like in the future. What kind of an end to a link was that? The <laughs> sort of end to a link that we can get away with on a pre-record. No, it isn't. <laughs> to every blues song there. I'm Paul Hogan. <laughs> every Antipodean blues song there. <laughs> oh, that was first class, and that was also canted with, oh, let's work together. And Simon. What now? Let's work together. Fine. What that is, that's a noun and a verb. Now, we've been here before, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Oh, the What's Tom Up To feature? That would be the one. <laughs> yeah, okay. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello? Now, Tom, do you think we can do this without swearing this time? Uh, I can't make any promises. Tom? Yes? What are you up to? <laughs> I am uh, reclining in the garden. Oh, good boy, Tom. <laughs> Bye, Simon. Bye. What is Tom up to 
to now. Much cooler with swears, yeah? Yeah, I'd say so. He seems to have lost his edge. <laughs> yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Poncho, amazing, with swears. Phenomenal. Yeah, no swears. Reclining in garden. Just lost his edge. Lukewarm. Tepid. Yeah, yeah man like. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna need to uh, insist that uh, on Thursday evenings, uh, when I phone Tom, that uh, he's in a particularly violent, sweary mood. Or that he's just doing something... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose the swearing leads to cool, doesn't it? Exactly, that's the It's key. not the cool leads to swearing. No, sir. No, no. sir. So uh, that's the take-home messages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, swearing is cool, and Tom is better when swearing. Oh, sorry, listeners. Um, uh, this is a pre-record. I'm going to illustrate the fact that it's a pre-record right now. Simon, go f*** yourself. <laughs> See, we couldn't have done that live. Encreable. Told you it's a pre-record. Pick the mood up as well, isn't it? So it just goes to prove once swearing again, is swearing cool. is cool. Swearing is so uh, cool. <laughs> makes everything much more colourful and fun. Um, so <laughs> pick the mood up incredibly, though, with it. Well done. And why are we pre-recording this show, Simon? Where the devil are you going to be? I will be away uh, when we would normally be uh, uh, broadcasting, and uh, I'm going to be at a, a wedding. A wedding? North over the border. North of the... Is it going to be um, Kate and Wills? No, no, no. It's going to be uh, in Scotland, and it is going to be between uh, Fiona and Shane. Um, and uh, wonderful friends. And, uh, yeah, we're going to Scotland. I've never been to Scotland before. And we're doing a sort of tour of the north. Yeah. Uh, sort of like a, a, a missionary, sort of spreading the word of what it's like not to be living in the third world. And uh, we're going to Liverpool first, then uh, to the Lake District, then Dunblane, and Dunblane. then, and then uh, down to York, and then um, home to the south. Oh. What exactly is the verb Blaine? <laughs> I, I think it's to like um, pretend to levitate. Oh right, yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now, William, um, you know Fiona. <clears throat> I am you, aware you, of Fiona. You, you've met Fiona, haven't you? I did meet Fiona. There was something of a um, not a set to, but there was like there wasn't a set to. There was me saying. I, I have a fantastic system for icebreakers, ladies and gentlemen. You can employ it as well. The trick is when you meet somebody, insult them right off the bat. <laughs> Especially if it's in a large crowd, say something terrible, and it's brilliant. Because immediately everyone goes, that's awful. And... Well, we were um, uh, staying in a, uh, a, a cottage, a group of people for Carla's 30th birthday. Friends, family, and we all stayed in this wonderful cottage. So we were all getting to know each other, lots of different people from lots of different social groups. And um, William um, just sort of looked up and said to Fiona, um, um, Fiona, how, how, how old are you? And she said, uh, uh, she said, 24. And then William responded, Blimey, you've lived! <laughs> to which we all <laughs> fell about in shock. And dismay. And giggles. Well, you were the one <laughs> sat there giggling to yourself. <laughs> and then once I caught my breath, I then started remonstrating. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, it turns what? out that she didn't mind after no, all. No, because nobody does. When you say something that ludicrous, everyone just goes, that's so stupid. That's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I will... Um, yeah, so I'll be I'll be at their uh, their wedding. You're gonna be at their wedding. Mm. Alive. I know. Will I return? Uh, probably not. I mean, who snapped that up? She's so old looking. <laughs> <laughs> Ock eye. 
Ock I, you're so old looking. Yes. I imagine it would be the uh, deep fried heroin. I'm going to be off my muck tits on Iron Brew. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be um, quite the muck fest. You're uh, going to ride Nessie all the way to. <sighs> Inverness. I don't know. I don't know anything about Scotland. We'll find out. I'll report back. Are you going to report back on Scotland? Yes, sir. Fun times indeed. <laughs> sake what's going on with Liskin will play host to this year's milk and mammal competition entrants will gather outside co-op at 8 a.m on the 9th of may and spend the next 36 hours running around the town sourcing and then milking as many mammals as they can find competitors are to milk their chosen mammal and spread an example of the milk across their tunic the winner will be awarded with a special hammer May Day celebrations have been huge this year in the ten parishes, and nobody has been more excited than Garensis Farsight, Fitzhead's very own wizard. This May Day, the Elder Council of the Democratic Republic of Fitzhead have decided to legalise magic for 24 hours. In a quote for Sorry Not In Service, Garensis said, All shall fear me, all shall fear, and all shall love me. This is the hour of the shrieking wind. Magic will be recriminalised at midnight. There is a change of venue for the Cook Blub meeting on the 5th of May. This week's Cook Blub will take place in Jenny Frumption's living room in Hewish Champflower. The cook will be Anthony Worrell Thompson and he will be paraded around Jenny's house and made to perform increasingly demeaning tasks until the cook blubs. Membership numbers are up this year so be sure to contact Jenny for details. And uh, Tuesday is Trouble Day in Brompton Ralph and trouble will certainly be on its way. Valerie Incarnate, chief trouble marker for the ten parishes, has been assembling as many broken bottles and lost dogs as possible, and is planning on distributing these from her rusted van, bellowing motivational expressions such as, I'll be back again, you'll never taste freedom from my kind. Michael Burke will be visiting the ten parishes on the 13th of May on his 999 Lifesavers Live tour. The popular 90s newsreader is bringing back the show after 13 years off the air. The live tour consists of members of the public falling into traps set by Burke that put the victims in actual life-threatening situations. Burke himself then appears before commenting on the events and describing what they should have done to avoid their fate. The live show is not ticketed and Burke is only giving vague details of where the events will be happening. Nor will there be any recorded footage of the event. Best of luck to all concerned. And Friday night will be the 90th anniversary of the very first Friday ever discovered in West Somerset. This year the celebrations will be themed around reptiles, so there will be a traditional Friday night disco with turtles, an iguana roast down at the abandoned petrol station, and the den of filth that is Preston Boyer will be filled with geckos. Those jerks. And that's the events in the ten parishes this fortnight. Bang, 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 bang. That was uh, Devo with uh, Gut Feeling slash Slap Your Mammy, and that is not a 10 Radio instruction. 
No. Well, I haven't gut feelings. It is a ten radio instruction. Live on your instincts, listeners. Live on your instincts. It's the only thing you've got. Uh, so long as your instinct is not to slap your mammy. Yes. Uh, that is a dereliction of childish duty. There. Childish duty, uh, <laughs> sir. Wowzers. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you should live on your instincts. But I'll tell you what. We've discovered something else you should live on tonight. And what's that, Simon? Uh, that's the uh, the chocolatey treats that are in that box over there. You're quite <laughs> right. Called. Rookie Toffee. Rookie Toffee. Rookie now, William, toffee. can you tell, t- tell me a little bit about Rookie Toffee? Rookie Toffee has a sordid... Um, no, a sordid? It has a sordid <laughs> history. No, it has a, an unexpected history. I found myself in town earlier on uh, with my good lady and... Uh, Polish shop. Still not sure what they are. No, no, we've been munching away without really any idea of what is included in them. But um, my God, do they taste good? Yeah, I mean, take a take to, to take a pair of sparkling eyes. Um, take a cafe curl. Is it? Is it yeah. cafe curl? Yep, yep. And you surround it with kind of um, bits of stuff that looks like chocolate, and then stuff it full of. Toffee goo. Toffee goo. <laughs> Rookie toffee. And then you've got Rookie toffee. Rookie toffee. Uh, I did I'm, look it up earlier and I discovered Rookie means pipe. Pipe toffee. Yeah, oh, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I am um, often if I go do good deeds for my uh, Polish chums at work, they'll um, they'll pay me in um, in Polish beer. Oh. And no, no matter how many times I tell them I don't drink, uh, but Carla is constantly delighted slash drunk, and is um, <laughs> constantly drunk. Well, I, I do I do constantly good things for people. Mm. I mean, listeners, you'll be a testament to that. And um, and uh, <laughs> in so much as we do, want to do a wonderful service here, oh. and um, the um, uh, it's literally the, the opposite of the title. There's a, there's a phrase on the on lots of Polish cans of beer that that, that we love, bogarty smack. Boggarty Smack? Yeah, B-O-G-A-T-Y-S-M-A-K. Two words, Boggarty Smack. Do you know what Boggarty Smack actually I found out it means, uh, like, uh, extra strength. Like, extra uh, strength. Like Boggarty. a special brew. <laughs> so, Boggarty Smack? Boggarty Smack, yeah, so uh, there we go. That's a bit of a... Oh, wow. Well, listeners, I, I heartily encourage you all, given that it's Friday, to have a Boggarty Smack weekend. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm going to try and fit Boggarty Smack into as many circumstances as possible. <laughs> now, Boggarty Smack, Boggarty Smack. So this is a cultural exchange hour on Ten Radio. <laughs> this is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And the uh, following piece of music has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Antiques Roadshow. Spangle and learn about the men and women folk at the home of the brave. Settle your britches as we learn about great American lives.
quinine back. My mom on call money, a little thing. While on the way to she had like uh she had four other sons. Uh, one to call tech. Uh, a little second one to call a little tech, but then no other one then came. Oh my, I'm little tech now. I ain't gonna be no more little tech. And my mama's girl parts and all mixed up. Uh, he was uh he was called the tall guy. He had a big old hat on. He had one of them funny little mustache. <laughs> uh, I, but now I found uh, I was I was confused because I always I was looking my compass upside down because it's on the ceiling. Well, anyway, that ain't no big problem. Yeah, it's good fit. Yeah, it's good for him on. Oh, but but. Oh, uh, Bush Thomas, it came back up here. Uh, he said, what is this old critter doing down here? <laughs> he looked like a funny old critter. Oh, look, he's a funny old critter. Oh, he's heading out against some gold mine. <laughs> and he comes around the house and gold mine and have a good time. He ain't a Christian. Uh, so my pa, he say, oh, he, he ain't going to eat my house tonight. He ain't, ain't no chain. ain't going to eat my And my pa, he had a real kind of day, boy. Oh, he was speaking like that. Oh, hey, boy, when you going you going to bring people back. You want some of the moonshine all day. I ain't letting no poems and some of the moonshine all day. I've just been, I just been out uh, driving around the old John Deere tractor trying to sort out some crops. And stuff. I'll be a preacher man, my pa. I'll be a preacher man, pa. I'll put on one of them really little hats that preacher man wear. I took him back out of Colorado River and dumped him in there and said, Hey, you go, man. You got, you got, you got your baptism. Now you're a Christian, man. Anyway, that funny old critter ended up living with us for about 30 odd years where he died of smallpox. That was a little uh, reference there to the uh, late 90s, I guess it would be called. Here's another one. Bye-bye. Uh, Nicole <laughs> and then Vic and Bob turn up um, and speaking of the 90s uh, there's a, there was a pop group in the 90s called the Blur Band Ooh. and uh, and I was a particular big fan of theirs you were a massive, a massive fan, fan of theirs yeah, yes, certainly. Certainly. your copy of Part Life is testament to that yes that's right I bought a CD of theirs once yes you did didn't yes. you and uh, the, the, the Blur Band are releasing a new album and um, before uh, a few weeks ago we I played a song uh, that was um, off of it and I wasn't that enamoured with it you were yeah it's called, it you weren't down cool. on it. You were just a bit, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, but the, the albums, I've, I've listened to the album now, and it's actually, um, I think it's actually quite good here, William. Sorry, I must just, I'm going to pass you the sincerity alarm. Yes, because I, 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 I did just notice. Continue. Right. Okay. So I, I, I think actually the album might be all right, but I don't know whether or not it's kind of like a, um, kind of like a Stockholm syndrome. No. Kind of thing. No, the, the the child inside, the thick child inside, the stupid child inside, is kind of screaming out, "You really want to like this? You should like this. It's by the Blur Band." Um, Carla made a very good point the other day. Uh, I was because <laughs> I was sort of excited about it. I was going, "Oh, the, the CD will arrive soon," uh, and uh, and she said to me, um, 
Yeah, I mean, how does this fit in with that new box set that you bought with all of their material? That's actually quite a good point, because <laughs> yeah. you did... I mean, you've forked out some big money for Blur over the years, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, only a couple of years ago I bought an enormous great box set with everything that they've ever recorded and released, tucked into nice little individual yeah, sections re- of the big I, box. I recall, yeah. yeah. And uh, you had that big uh, satchel that was full of all the singles they've ever released, didn't Yeah, you? when they last turned out, put out a big box set, yeah. Yeah, so, um, precisely. So that, yeah, that's going well. Second tra- time I've worn for the trap. So uh, uh, this is uh, <laughs> off the new record. Uh, this is called Ghost Ship. Just make your own mind up, really. I wish I could. So... If you were actually like in a position where you could repurchase the box set, yeah, would it be worth it for that? Well, I don't know. I mean, the album seems okay. I've listened to if it four you... times. It's, it's okay. If you could have predicted it was on the way, would you have waited for the box set? Mm, Did you want it then? I wanted it then. You wanted it then? <laughs> yeah. You, the you... thing is, well, there was no way of knowing. There was no way of knowing they would release another album. Really? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, you could have looked up. Yes, your horoscopes. Mm, or at the stars. Or looked up at the st- stars. Yeah, Or listen to way. your horoscopes. Or listen to your horoscopes. Good linkage. Nice. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. There's a few too many people in your life. Try curbing any additional people by becoming unfashionably reclusive. Also, try not throwing bread to people. It only encourages them. Taurus. This week is a great time to travel north as fast as you can. If you have legs... Walk north. If you can drive, steer north. If you can fly, flap north. It's brilliant up there. Gemini. Taurus has been giving you a lot of hassle this week. You need your own space. Not all that tedious bull of the stars nonsense. Try taking a break far from such trouble. Try Scotland. That's nice. Cancer. You'll have a lollipop on Thursday. It will be delicious. You won't be entirely sure what flavour it is, though. This ignorance will lead to a spiralling condemnation of all previously assumed knowledge. You will not have a lollipop on Friday. 
Leo. Leo. The pleasures afforded by good friends and simple food are often overlooked. The events of Saturday will be a good example. When you find yourself surrounded by centipedes, who are neither friendly nor recognized as a ready-to-eat snack, Virgo, writhing on the floor, alternately laughing and screaming, is not as popular as it once was. But at least you've got the decency to keep old traditions going. However, those shoes are never going to be back in. Libra, the popular opinion of the general public is that you have weird hands. There are no clear demographics indicating what kind of people. Might be more accepting of you. Possibly twenty-five to thirty-four-year-old Volkswagen drivers. That's just a guess, though. Scorpio, if you squint, you can see your house from here. If you don't squint, you can still see your house from here. You're in your house, and it's entirely visible. Try seeing something else at some point. Sagittarius, regret is a dish best served cold, like revenge. The dish that best represents revenge is gazpacho soup. But Monday's error of judgment. Will leave a taste of copper and hydrochloric acid. Regret, then. Capricorn, poker has always been one of your favourite games, as the chance to sit around a table and mislead people while vast sums of money are discussed appeals to your sense of arrogance. So. Chasing Lady Blashford Monkton's dowry will be a thrill. Aquarius, purchase a Gnu. Don't ask us why. There's a man who parks a yellow saloon at the top of Kerry's Drove who can get you one on the quiet. Follow our instructions to the letter, Aquarius. Purchase a Gnu. Pisces, young love is the sweetest thing. You must be so happy together. I've seen the way you meet eyes and giggle from time to time. You're quite right, Pisces. It will last forever. I'm omniscient, and I can see right now. You'll be together till death do you part. Tulips are considered traditional. Waning lyrical. 
is the part of the show where we dissect the lyrics of the pop stars. An, an example would, would be this. There are nine million bicycles in Beijing. That's a fact. No, it's not. It, that kind of thing. And uh, waning lyrical, of course, is a very funny uh, play on the, the phrase waxing lyrical because it's not waxing, it's waning, as in uh, a poor show, uh, and so on and so forth. Waning lyrical. Waning lyrical? That's right, listeners. It's the return of waning lyrical. Waning lyrical? Yes, sir. Different from waxing lyrical. Oh, Slight, slightly less positive. Makes sense now. Uh, we're we're going to be um, looking at a song called Stays in Mexico by the uh, unheard of artist Toby Keith. <laughs> <The> unheard <laughs> of. And uh, this, is a, this is a pop song that we discovered uh, many years ago. We were uh, celebrating Benito Juarez Day. Oh, obviously. Obviously. Um, and uh, we had a Mexican-themed uh, knees up. At our parents' house, didn't we? Well, yeah, we did. Well, yeah, I'm, it made it made sense at the time. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we did, uh, we were looking for Mexican songs, and this one popped up, and it's a corker, uh, especially when you um, wade through the the lyrics of it. <laughs> so I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna through, quite true. I'm just gonna pick out some sort of key elements of this. It, the, the 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 background the backbone to the story is that it's a holiday romance. Okay, so we'll we'll, we'll go into it. Um, his name was Steve. Her name was Gina. They mm. met at a bar called Cabo Wabo Cantina. Nice. Which I looked up, Will, does yeah. exist. Looks dreadful. Oh. He was an insurance salesman from South Dakota. She was a first grade school teacher, Phoenix, Arizona. Mm. So some of Toby's sort of um, very clever rhyming scheme there. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> Dakota, very... Arizona. It ends with an A. It'll do. So it, yeah. all very pleasant. A couple of young professionals meet each other on a holiday. Very nice. Oh, lovely. Uh, they started dancing and it oh. got real hot. Well, in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a good point. Then it spilled over to the parking lot. Now, the way I sort of imagine this when I read this was um, they're sort of dancing, they're embracing. Is Gil getting a little bit much? Maybe they tripped over, falling on the floor, lying on top of each other, rolling around on getting a dance floor. Famously. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sort of uh, scratching their backs on the broken glass. And then they've sort of, maybe they've fallen backwards into, um, through a fire escape into the car park. Right. That's kind of how I picture it anyway. That's how you picture it. Yeah. Good lord. One more tequila, they were falling in love. One more is never enough. So, as the great over. bard said, it increases the desire, but it decreases the performance. <laughs> Your Majesty. Don't bite off more than you can. This is the chorus. Don't bite off more than you can chew. There's things down here the devil himself wouldn't do. Just remember when you let it all go, what happens down in Mexico stays in Mexico. What wouldn't the devil do? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, presumably the devil isn't going to be falling backwards through a fire, fire escape. I can't picture him doing it. <laughs> no, no, that's true. You know, he's got more gumption than that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there we go. So, uh, they've had a bit of a boozy evening and they're getting on like a house on fire. Following morning, he woke up in the morning and he made a little telephone call. Small one. To check on his wife and kids back at home in Sioux Falls. Steve is not... Quite such a wholesome character as we thought he was. So what he's done is he's gone holiday to Mexico and left his wife and children behind. I know. And now he's he's hooking up with his Gina. Exactly. I mean, presumably they think presumably he's told his wife and kids that he's going off to sell insurance in Mexico. Oh, that would make more sense. Just yeah. off to sell some insurance in Mexico for a week. So uh, maybe he's see selling later. insurance. I mean, you might well be. Maybe maybe he's selling insurance to Gina. Maybe he's, this is his hard sale technique. Maybe he's selling insurance to the Cabo Wabo Cantina just in case some drunken idiot's going <laughs> to injure themselves in the car park exactly. falling through a fire escape. This is sounding more and more like a scenario where it's like um, the gangster's protection money. Yeah, <laughs> oh, precisely. It, it would be terrible if someone 
fell through a fire escape Boss, and made a claim yeah. because they scratched their back on some glass. Yeah. Maybe a bit of insurance would help you out here. <laughs> Either way, Steve is not the quite the wholesome character we thought he was. No. Um, she hopped. Right, okay, so I think this is uh, this is talking about Gina. She hopped in the shower with a heavy, heavy mind. What? Uh, yeah, that's not an expression. No, no, but an awful lot of this isn't. Um, <laughs> they walked down to the beach and started drinking again. Smooth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. And then jumped into the ocean for a dirty swim. Now I I don't know exactly what a dirty swim is, but I'm guessing they're probably weeing in the ocean. We can only presume. Yeah. I mean, we're getting the impression here that uh, they're, having, they're having a drink again in the morning. Uh, so I'd imagine they're only able to um, be in love when drunk. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that's well. normal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> presumably his drinking allows Steve to forget all about his, um, his wife and kids back home. That's convenient. Right, okay, so we move on to the next scene. Right. Okay, waiting at the bar, obviously, yeah. at the terminal gate. So they're at the airport now. Right, okay. She, i.e. Gina, says, Steve, I've got to go. I'm going to miss my plane. He says, well, what would you say in that situation? You say, okay, no, that's fair enough. We've had a lovely time. We, we had a great you, you time. We had some memories. Just, like, just so you know, whatever happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. <laughs> We'd all say that, sure. Yeah. Steve, on the other hand, says, hmm, one more tequila before you climb on up. She's making a desperate bid to release herself from the booze hound love rap, and um, but he won't let her go without having a drink because he knows as soon as she starts drinking, he'll be able to uh, be in love with her. Be in love with her again, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll have a dance, and he'll have a wee in the sea. Right. So he's okay. got he's got his formula, and he's sticking to it. And then it ends with the chorus: "Don't bite off more than you can chew." There's things down here the devil himself wouldn't do. Just remember when you let it all go, what happens down in Mexico stays in Mexico. And there's the refrain: "Stays in Mexico, stays in Mexico, stays in Mexico, oh Mexico." And it's that final "Oh Mexico" will. Oh, it's that the way that Toby sings it: "Oh Mexico." It makes me think that Steve is very much the name that Toby Keith uses. When staying at the Cabo Wabo Cantina and getting impressionable young teachers drunk south of the border, it's Steve a sort of Keith it's a, is a terrible. It's, name. it's a sort of it's a sort of wistful sort of. I can imagine him saying, "Oh Mexico, oh Mexico." Let me count the ways in which I love thee, Steve. You are a bad boy. That's Mexico a... understands when the others don't. <laughs> That's how I imagine Toby feels about his relationship with Mexico. I think it's an autobiographical song. That's that's quite nice. And also, I'd say that is a uh, Shakespeare count of two for this feature, which I think is a new record for a feature on Sorry Not In Service. So, listeners, that's um, Stays In Mexico by Toby Keith. And we're going to be hearing this wonderful song here. So yes. uh, see if you can see if you can pick out the lyrics. Yes. This is uh, Toby Keith. Steve, I gotta go, I'm gonna miss my plane He said one more to 
And Gomez there with Sure Shot. And we sure are... Shot. Shot. Yes, that's right, listeners. This has been a pre-recorded Sorry Night in Service. Yes. And uh, I'm in Scotland. I'm having a lovely time, yeah, I assume. I'm, I'm just not here. <laughs> having some muck haggis. Oh, lovely. some muck heroines. You're going um, to McDonald's then? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I think I've just implied that McDonald's say, sell heroin. Well, they no. do sell heroin. Sell us! Go on! <laughs> So, uh, listeners, um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, in a fortnight on the fifteenth, the fifteenth of May. The fifteenth of May, uh, when uh, yes, well, post post election and pre some very exciting events. So, there's an awful lot to look forward to in the next show. Should we, should we see if uh, we've, we'll if we've learned there. anything from this evening's? I think um, I think we'll learn. Whether, we'll see whether we've learned anything from this evening's events. <laughs> Swearing makes you and Tom cool and vibrant. And we gladheartedly wish you a boggarty smack weekend. Simon should stop buying blur box sets until the band are completely dead. We've learnt some great American lives are more intelligible than others. Children could be told to do some very stupid things. We've learnt that McDonald's sell heroin. <laughs> And what happens down in Mexico stays, stays in, in Mexico. Mexico. Uh, this has been Sorry Not In Service. You people have all been utterly expendable. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Drog listeners. That's right, and brackets, that's Gordano backwards. Uh, You're cutting out the bit where we worked it out? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, we don't have a fun little twist. We'll turn the Gordano around for the end of the show. Uh, that was the podcast, and. Uh, and, uh, well, wasn't it lovely? Mm-hmm. Didn't you learn a lot? Yes. Yes, you did. They genuinely do sell heroin. Yeah, we um, <laughs> They live off the stuff. Uh, the Scotch. And uh, my, 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 my play fellows uh, this weekend, well, the weekend that this goes out. So, um, yes. Yeah. Um, up, up the North Scotland. Aye. What was that? That's how they say hello and goodbye. And will you marry me? <laughs> That's how they say it. Also, don't refer to Scotland as the North. No, <laughs> North of England. No, don't, don't. Actually, that's quite a good point. Have you even taken that into account yet? No, what do you mean? I don't we shouldn't, don't refer to Scotland as the North, because it implies it's the North of England. and I think Which it is, surely. It, no, it's the North of Britain, like Iceland. Yeah, ah, it's all flish flash for me. Um, it's not a sentence. <laughs> no, it's no it? kind of saying. It's all flish flash for me. <laughs> It's going to be my new fun catchphrase. I'm going to be using it in, in the north, We're going to in be the north country. In, yeah, Gordano has just gained a bedfellow. Yeah, in the north of England, where I'm going to be spending this time. It's all flish flash to me. <laughs> yeah, if I don't return, listeners, it's been a pleasure broadcasting to you. I thought it was all flish flash to you. <laughs> Odd, on our, on our drog, on a drog. <laughs>